Hello, my friends. My name is Paul Matthews. You are listening to the Three Views on podcast. I'm joined by my two hosts, as per usual today. We got M Killer Hitman <laughs> and Ritzy Sim. That's exactly right. Thanks very much for but the I wonderful go, intro, Paul. <laughs> I go by that all the time. Yeah. You're Paul. You're the you're the host. Uh, You've introduced. No, this. you have to carry. We're going to play the intro music. Is what I'm thinking. Oh. We, there was no space there. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Now. And about now is when you should come back. Yeah, come back. You don't let the whole thing play out. All right, and we're back after that fantastic (laughs) intro music performed. Not live by Dave Matthews. Friend of the podcast. Long-term friend. (laughs) Very long-term. From from (laughs) long as Paul's been... Single. No. No. Yeah, exactly. Longer than than any of us have been married. It doesn't Mm. work. So let me get this bandwagon back on track. So we have had a long hiatus. Six months. If you missed the Big last one. episode, go back and listen to it because that'll, that'll give you a, uh, a lot of context for this one. First of all, i like to say thanks for inviting me back. Oh, yeah, it welcome. was pretty good, wasn't it? It's good to be back and it's great to see the fans of the podcast, the multitude of fans, come out in favour uh, of one of the pivotal pieces of this, um, this trifecta. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think they really recognise that the Three Views On podcast is not the same. Without three views. It would be two views on. It w- and that really doesn't pop. We would have to rebrand. Oh, too yeah. much work. The website. And Think largely, about the website. Yeah. Not a, if not a vote of confidence, it was a vote of convenience. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it was. And right? I'll take that. <laughs> Anything will get me across the line. We've decided to review our summers. As much oh, yeah. for our, uh, our listeners who unfortunately have not had insights into our lives. But also for Zero. us. Zero. In, yeah, they, they know nothing about us anymore. Mm. Because the way it's often gone, I think, is that we, we all three of us don't talk that often. Because no. we're like, we'll save it for the podcast. <laughs> On purpose. Yeah. yeah. We literally avoid each other in yeah. public when we see each other. No. Stop. Yep. Hi. Are you well? Good. Have you that's been in right. hospital this week? No? Good. All right. See you later. And that's how you get radio this good, is by taking real life measures. That's a funny question, though. Have you been in hospital this week? Well, that, uh, hands up is, if you've been in your, hospital this week. Your life's been in danger. That's more than half of us, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The danger of working with a doctor and a nurse. Yeah. Actually, I haven't been in hospital this week. It's been good. Oh, really? There was yeah. this thing, guys, that you've forgotten we were going to do because it has been like sixty something episodes since we started three years. Sixty on. episodes. That's I know, phenomenal. Right? Crazy. But also been six months without an episode. Yes. Um, we were going to just like reintroduce ourselves for people who. We'll like see this on oh, Facebook. Oh, for the new people? Yeah, new people. Ooh. Because not many people will start at number one. They'll start you here. You really shouldn't. They'll start <laughs> here. <laughs> don't. And then it, when they get bored, they'll, and when we, you know, have yeah, a yeah. break, when we get Let's lazy, just say, if they, they start number one. If they start there, they're not getting here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're maybe, yeah. There'll be three hits on our oldest one, nothing else. That's it. Right. <laughs> so, Ritzy, Ritzy Sim? Ritzy Sim. Howdy. <laughs> Now we're gonna the way we're gonna do this, from what I understand, brief introduction before we actually get a little insight into Michael Laws's summer. We're gonna yeah. this today's the first in a three part series. With either we can make a ten hour episode <laughs> on all of our summers, or we'll go methodically week by week. This week we'll get to uh, hear about Michael's summer. We'll get to probe him a little bit, push back on a little bit of what he's got to say. Yeah, hear about what he's been up to. But I thought before we do that, we could each because we're we're different personalities, right? No, maybe. Michael and I are pretty similar, to be honest. Basically the same people. Not, I'm not as similar as you. You guys are more details. We've both um, got the same coloured hair. More not details. It's true. 
kind of. But he's yeah. got he got like mattress springs up there. <laughs> it's, it is true. I'm well and truly due for a haircut. Um, <laughs> really can't be all that. So, Michael, if yeah, you mate. if you had one word to describe Simon, that's what we'll do. Oh, we'll go around. Simon. We'll use one word and describe, and all three of us will get around. Just as yeah, a quick yeah. little insight. So, you and I will now give our one word description of Simon. Yeah. So, I feel like I'd have to go. He's he's just moved. So I feel like I have to go to the word home for Simon. I would go schooled. That's right. The two <laughs> words. Two <laughs> words. Homeschooled. How many times do I have to tell you guys? Come on. Come on. No, stop. I don't know what it was, man, whether it was the model train set you've sunk 500 hours into. <laughs> no, or, or your old weird obsession with that red car you used to have. Something gave it. I don't know what it was. Um now we get to Michael Laws, enigmatic ah, character. What would right. we, mm. if we had to use one word? Oh, I'd say competent. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you know why we both laugh? Because I just stole Paul's word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. <laughs> Made the mistake of telling me. Well, that. I would go with. Um, I would also go probably uh, able, very <laughs> able. Okay. Michael Laws knows a lot about a lot of things. Uh, and he's Many. quite good Jack at doing a lot of things. Yeah, knows Master, everything about all of them. Master of them all. Yeah, <laughs> I, I literally know everything. It's frustrating guy. Very true. <laughs> frustrating right. guy. And if I don't know, I can Do you know, fabricate information very easily. Exactly. Here's here's a little tidbit of information. I've been making websites since I was about ten. Like that's when I made my first <laughs> website. Michael Laws literally has dipped his toe in it and knows more than me already. Like I put a thing on Facebook the other day asking, cause I, I have some really tech savvy friends on Facebook. You do. They were geniuses. And, and Michael whacks in all these links to these, like just do this, 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 and this. I'm like, Michael, no, you can't do this to me. And that's what it is. Like, you're like, okay, he might be a better dude than me, but at least I can preach. Be- okay. I can't preach better. But at least I can play the guitar. Okay. I can't play the guitar. At least you I can, can run a better youth group. Than I, could. I don't run a better youth group, but at least I can cook. I can't cook better. That's there right. Is, there is I'll, no I will claim cooking better than you, Paul. I've tried your cooking. <laughs> it's, not good. it's not No, there is. So, yes. And for me, to give the listeners a brief ah, insight, yes. Simon says skits. No. <laughs> Michael says a phrenic. <laughs> anyway, no. No, no. I've met, a, met I, actual schizophrenics. You don't quite fit. No, no, not really. You go first, Michael. Think hard because you won't get Ooh, another opportunity to that's do That's true. This. Um, Might have to I would say them. driven. Driven? I'd say fickle. <laughs> yeah, that's, a good, that's a really good combo of words. I like Open, that. That describes because yeah. people who people who don't know Paul will think they're two totally contradictory words. Not but Paul. that is Paul. That's true. Driven and fickle. Yeah. Two speeds. Hundred percent. Zero percent. Pretty much. <laughs> Working like eighteen hours a day or lying in bed the whole day. <laughs> that's right. the two speeds I have. Yes, I, yeah. I feel like we've given a nice little insight. That's yeah, good. definitely right. to ourselves. Yeah. Now. Michael, the time has come. Or has it, Simon? Well, I was just thinking if we're doing a quick introduction, we might give each other, uh, give everyone, the listeners, a bit of context as to what we do with ourselves. Oh, okay. So, like, I'm a nurse. I work in the emergency department at the big hospital in Hobart. The big hospital. The big hospital. The only one. Uh, I'm a window cleaner and a church planter. I am a student and I work at the medium hospital. For free um, For many hours Until I graduate At the end of the year Yay So Michael's going to be a doctor I'm a nurse Paul will clean our windows I remember the day When we were all uni students Mm. Yeah 
That's when this started. So many years ago. Did you ago. hear they had to fly in an extra long name tag for him to, just to fit on M Killer Hitman? <laughs> <laughs> Did they really? M Killer Hitman. Ritzy Sim fitted on. Because yeah, that's on a great. Like, it's because it's be, and it's not that. It's not that the middle name's long. It's not that the nickname's long. It's because his other names have got to go at either end. Mm. So it's got to have Michael. What, what's your middle name? Joshua. Michael Joshua M Killer Hitman Laws. <laughs> I had to fit that on one name tag. That's the kind of name you want as a doctor as well. It's fully mm, that's sick. Right. M Killer. So tell us, M Killer Hitman, what exactly did you get up to this summer then? So much. So, so very much. So where do you want me to start? Start in November when you left November. For Africa. Yep. So yeah. A- so November, I did leave for Africa. That's quite true. Um, as part of the medical degree, um, every medical student, when they finish their fourth year in the studies, uh, has to go somewhere and do an elective. Mm-hmm. Four weeks, clinical placement, doing something somewhere. However, um, they get pretty excited because uh, uni as a whole uh, can give you a pretty good hex payout um, oh. to go overseas if you want to. So the opportunity That's is cool. r- like perfect to head overseas and do something, yeah. something crazy. Um, so the fellow who introduced us to the elective program, um, Christian fellow who works at the uni, um, he, very convenient. He just snuck a sneaky slide in there talking about a Christian organization, um, who organized electives for Christians, um, who want to check out the whole mission medical Mm. thing. Nice. Um, so I got in contact with them. That's SIM in case anyone knows SIM. Ritzy Sim, of course. Yep. Good, good people. Um, yeah, spent about 12, no longer, 18 months wow. organizing this elective, emailing backwards and forwards with people in outside of the world. It's a long game. That's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, uh, very cool, except um, what I found when I got there, which confirms what they were saying to me, is that power is a big issue and internet's a big issue. So actually emailing them is a real miracle in itself. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that all culminated with uh, my wife and I heading to uh, Zambia. In I was about to say, Africa's a big place. It is. I was going to ask. Yep, so we went to Zambia. If you know the shape of Zambia, it kind of looks like they've taken two countries and put them together at the corners. Right. And so Mm. stuck them together. Little isthmus. Yeah, kind of. Um, So the middle is the capital and there's a big road that kind of runs up the the side of the bottom country and then across the top. Um, And that's the main road. Uh, We were like in the middle of the bottom Circle. Okay. Middle of nowhere. A little town called Kasempa. Uh, it's the main area. And we were in this little little zone called Mukingi. Yeah, right. Very nice. And yeah. uh, how many people were there? People. Like lived there? In Mukingi? Yeah, yeah. Where you were? Several. Um, <laughs> more than more than a couple. More, more than, than a couple, couple, for sure. Enough to need medical help. Less after yeah, so killer hitman left. The, they've got a nursing school there. Um, oh, yeah. So they so probably small. have two or three hundred nursing place. students. Oh, wow. Which is... Uh, no small effort. Uh, all the nursing staff also live on site as well. So they've probably got a hundred or so nursing staff. Any that have... male nurses there? Just out of yeah, several. Several cool. hundred. Cool. Um, not several hundred. Several tens, maybe. Several tens. <laughs> ones and ones. <laughs> ones and ones. Added up to about. Um, <laughs> and then probably ten missionary medical staff. And then another 15 or so family members. Yeah, right. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then that's just in the compound itself. Yeah. Outside that, there's the local village of sort of Kasempa area. Um, and yeah, probably well, thousands of people that live out there in huts and stuff. Let me ask you this, M Killer Hitman, <laughs> yes. if you do not mind. Sure, go for it. So you said there was a, you're obviously a Christian dude. I am. A Christian organisation. New people don't know that, do they? No, it's not so obvious. You are a Christian dude. Yes. It was a Christian organisation. It was. So you connected the dots 
to say I could do my medical placement anywhere yes. and probably get a similar, maybe a similar medical experience. Possibly, yes. Why did you choose to go with the Christian option yeah, for your so placement? A couple of good reasons to that one. The biggest one that was driving me, um, my wife has always uh, said that she loves mission work. And that's always been a big sort of card on the Which is... table. Missions. Yeah. Again, if we're going from a blank slate here, mission work being... Oh, it's like someone doesn't know. Um, working overseas, spreading God's good news mm-hmm. to people who don't have heard it yet. Yes, okay. Um, she loves it, particularly the side of um, the aid kind of work kind of thing as Meeting well. Meeting practical needs. Practical needs in order to then show them God's love. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I can't sure. think of the words. It's been a long day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, looking into that. The other thing is... I've always had a very weird interest in seeing how um, medical work can coincide with uh, the whole Christian work kind of thing. Sure. Um, because in Australia, we, we kind of separate the two out very distinctly. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't like your faith or your beliefs to come and influence your professionalism. Um, so these guys, they claim that they fully integrate those. Um, so it was very interesting to sort of see how they, they go about doing that. Yeah. Awesome, man. And I'm sure you would have come out of that knowing a couple of things that you didn't know going in, mm. in multiple areas, probably medically, probably probably yeah. to do with knowing yourself, knowing how you react in these sort of situations. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you want to hear about a few of those? Yeah, I'd love ca- to. What kind of area did you work in? Was it emergency? Was it just on the wards? Was it what kind? Yeah. So I spent four weeks in their hospital yeah. um, and they're actually pretty well set up hospital. So they've got about seven different kinds of wards. Yeah. Uh, two pediatric wards. Um, one for their general peds and one feet for their... or children? Children. Children, okay. <laughs> not many... no, there are no feet wards. <laughs> not everyone knows this. this is no... not... It's you're true, actually. And you're a doctor. Not everyone knows. <laughs> there are no wards. Did you, did you tell people, oh, yeah, I'd like to go into pediatrics? And go, Why do you like feet so much? You want to get it's a job at athlete's true. foot when you graduate? Or... <laughs> uh, okay, uh, yeah, children. Kids, children. Okay, so one sure. for generally sick kids. Yep. One for malnutrition sick kids. Sure. Um, Interesting. Surgical ward split into a male and female ward. Yeah. Um, a eye hospital kind of set up separate. Um, male and female medical wards um, and then a obstetrics and gynecology ward basically right. for pregnancies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The male and female ward split's pretty interesting. Hey? Well, it's just how they do things over yeah, there. It's, it's cool. kind of ridiculous. And, and I mean, the, the ward structure over there, <laughs> picture, picture a hospital bed yeah. in Australia. Yeah. Like, what do you see? Sort of a room, there's kind of four beds with curtains Pretends, around. Yeah. And average patient is really annoyed that they have to share this room with four people. Of course. Yeah. yeah. It's a pain. Three other people. So it's pretty crazy. Like, you got to share a room with three people. Africa, the wall is open. Like, you just, there's just one it's long corridor. corridor wow. And there are beds on one wall and there's beds on the other wall. You don't get curtains and everyone else is just a lot involved. of eye contact. Yeah. Except yeah, right. for in the eye hospital. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one's seen it. A lot of no privacy there. A lot of blindfolds, yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's just, and that's just how they would do things. Like, they would find it very weird yeah, to be put into yeah. a four-room thing and okay. have a curtain between them and other people. It's very isolating for them. What was your scope of practice over there, being a student, student. not an actual yeah. doctor? Like, how so, does that work? The, the main um, clause with working as a student on placement, and this goes for all medical students, is that you can function to your knowledge under supervision. Yeah. So there are exactly what um, things you're allowed to do, like as far as procedures and stuff like that, depends on how well your supervisor trusts you to be able to do those things from patient to patient. So I was with different um, doctors as I was going around. So my level of sort of responsibility changed 
yeah. a bit. So while I was on the male and female medical ward, um, they were a bit short-staffed that week. So I kind of looked after the female ward while he looked after the male ward. So I did sure. the ward rounds in the morning, sorted everything out, and then if I had any problems, I'd go and grab him. Nice or then at the end, I'd sort of just present him kind of all the patients and where they were up to for that day. Yeah. All right. And so you ov- so you spoke a little bit to the fact that we here, obviously, we have a mental picture. It's four rooms, uh, sorry, four mini curtained off rooms yep. in a big room. That's how I think of a hospital ward. Yeah. And I wouldn't have thought any different anywhere else in the world. So I just assume it's yep. like that everywhere. Um, you would have done a bit of mental preparation for going over. Was there anything where you failed to anticipate a big difference in the way we do things here? And then the way yeah. they do things in Zambia, where you just yeah. go, hey, I was not expecting that. So the biggest thing for me, I'd expected like lack of availability of different things. I'd expected the staff expectations to be a bit funny. I expected the way people perceived me as a medical student as well. Sure. Um, and sort of the level of responsibility they assumed I had to be a bit, bit funny. Uh, the one thing I didn't anticipate is their lack of um, mental health care. Yeah, right. Uh, it's very 1970s yeah. um, sort of... ECT. Not even. Because nothing. Okay. Um, there's one central psych hospital in that main capital city in the middle, um, and that's it for wow. the whole country. Yeah. So I had a patient come in, uh, a young nurse, uh, nursing student, um, you know, so 23 years old or so, um, who over the course of her degree developed bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, for her, that had a bit of a, a affective kind of side. So she had those kind of hallucinations and delusions yeah. uh, aspecting with the manic episodes. Um, so really became a big problem for the school. So she got kicked out of nursing school because of that because she became a bit violent and aggressive and mm. um, her delusions were really playing into that. Um, and then when I saw her on the wards, um, sort of what you would see, same, same kind of picture as a person you'd see at the Launceston General in Hobart, yeah. someone pre- presenting with acute. Uh, kind of phase of bipolar went okay i've seen this before i can probably deal with this and then kind of came up with the plan went talked to my supervisor who said that's a really good plan but here in zambia we can do none of it oh wow. like even even the basic drug that they give for bipolar they just don't have it um oh. yeah so as a result um it's really really common in zambia to find people chained to trees in their local village just oh. because they there's nothing they can do for a schizophrenic patient who's aggressive um it's it's chain them up to a tree or let them free to stab people and Man. let their wow. psychosis sort of play out. That's crazy. So we're moving yeah. there later in the year, are we, Michael? You and me? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> start start some psychos books, yeah. yeah. Sort that out. No. Take some bolt cutters. <laughs> um, lighter note, so you obviously, that's quite a long time in uh, Zambia you spent. Sounds like it was fairly formative. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe take us to a high point before we sign off. So that was, uh, that was very, very serious, quite theological Take us to one of the feel-good moments of your of your well, summer. Why don't I instead just sort of play out the rest of the summer? Go for it. Like give us a, yeah, yeah. a, a cook's tour. Yeah. yeah, cook's tour. So the four weeks in Zambia, mm-hmm. finished up with one week in South Africa, in Cape Town. Sure. Beautiful, beautiful city. If you want to go somewhere, um, go there. Cape Very Town. Tasmanian in feel. Um, so why the same would I want to go <laughs> Lived here all my life. Yeah, but <laughs> picture more of a Melbourneized Tasmania with the same local sort of feelings. Okay. But um, really interesting people, excited. Yes, son. Can I just apologise for my baby daughter crying <laughs> in the background? Can, can you? You don't no need to apologise for your baby daughter, son. No, you it's, need to apologise. Well, it's probably slightly distracting. 
Some Maybe people. people people are probably listening to things like, why is there a baby on the thing? Or potentially or Simon just really wishes he could do mission work too and he's chucking a hissy fit over there. But that's all about next episode. Um, yes. The reason why there's crying in the back of our episodes. Yeah. Okay, back to your camp. Oh, yeah. So, um, we can yeah, Cape Town was great. Um, Didn't get any puncture wounds Picture down there? like hipster cafe okay. kind of amazing thing you'd find somewhere in the, an alleyway in Melbourne. Yeah. Same sort of thing. But then picture going there and at the end, the bill is five bucks. Oh, nice one. Oh, yes. Inflation. So, so good. So like eight out at all these like top notch, like prime rest- uh, restaurants yeah. uh, for Cape Town. Um, and yeah, paid nothing for them. Paid it was, peanuts. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, really cool historical tours, that kind of thing. Right. Finished up there, came home for Christmas, which was great. First Christmas being married. Hey. Yes. Um, was good fun. Very yep. complicated, but good fun. Yeah, very busy. Twice. Yeah, very, very, very busy. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't even do the twice in one day thing. I just said, you know, Ruth, we'll do your family for um, Christmas Day and my family will just take... Like Boxing Day, every toe Okay. Fine. <laughs> the sloppy seconds. Uh, my family doesn't care. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Well, that's it's good. good. It's when you get two families that really yeah. do care that you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. Nightmare. Um, so that was that was good fun. Mm-hmm. And then um, had a couple weeks off, which was nice. Um, started planning for a kids camp that we ran. Um, so my wife and I are pretty heavily involved in a kids camp up in Smithton in the northwest corner of Tassie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Riverbend. yeah, Riverbend. Fantastic a camp uh, for grade seven eights, um, and our theme for the week we were telling everybody was a, a cruise ship theme. Sure, so it, was, it was really exciting, and we got there on the first day, and we we're telling them how this is going to be a really awesome camp. Um, we've organised it so that you guys don't have to do any of the cooking or like not the cooking, but like the washing up for any of the dishes, yeah. any of the cleaning, any any jobs or anything. No rosters because it's a cruise. Yeah, you enjoy it. it. Should be a really fun, relaxing kind of week. Um, and then put up what was going to be our safety video, uh, which was the opening clip to Gilligan's Island. <laughs> yeah, so we slipped the whole thing around and it sort of became a, a shipwreck theme, yeah. um, which was really fun. Um, so cool. we had a Minecraft sort of Age of Empires crafting system um, where they had to collect resource cards and then trade them with local village natives, which were our support staff. Oh, that's nice. And um, in order to do that, if they traded with one person, then the other people they had to trade with might become their enemies. And um, What? How did you work this into a camp? Complex negotiation. Like this is like 24-7 or only during activity time? Um, during their sort of free time in the afternoons. So oh, right. one of one of Ruth and, and my personal beliefs when we're running camps, I mean, we're getting into like camp running philosophy, which might be an episode we do one day. Oh, Let's do that. Let's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, we've got okay. views on that. Yeah. So one of, our, one of our personal beliefs is that um, kids need free time, yeah. um, but they don't need empty time. Um, so we do what we call structured free time. Okay. Um, we give them lots to do, lots of things they could possibly do, give them the opportunity to choose, which gives them ownership, and then let them go. That's cool. I like that. So, yeah, really complicated week where they end up building a raft at the end with all these resources ah, they bartered and traded for and so won. The physical resources that actually build a raft? The, there were four raft resources that were physical resources. So there was wood, uh, rope, um, bottles, and tape. And they were physical resources they got. Yeah, nice. oh. um, but then the rest of them, like we had animal fat and uh, stones and all sorts of other things like that. Cool. Um, that they could collect. They were just cards that they used to trade for different things. All right. Set up a trading station. Much like our modern currency. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly like that. No. <laughs> Much like the old bartering system. Yes. No, very good. That we did sounds... have one thing where they could craft a radio with their resources. And we got like actual radios that we gave them. And every morning I would go out to my car and had a phone those Bluetooth transmitters. Yeah. Um, and played like a clip of like what they were going to do for the day. Um, so they ah, could actually have to tune into the radio, okay. finding the That's FM cool. frequency. It was really fun. 
That's nice. So it was a really good week. So that, that brought me to the end of, I guess, what I would officially call my summer, but not the actual end of summer, because then the next day I started back at uni. I <laughs> uh, went into Ooh. the hospital uh, as a fifth year student, which is great, great fun. Yeah, um, yeah, number five. Yep. And my first rotations have been sort of one week hits. So I did one week of ICU, one week of anesthetics, oh. one week of AMU, which is the acute medical unit. Mm. So just been boom, boom, so boom, boom, boom. you don't know where you are, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. It was rubbish. Yeah. Right. And um, yeah, very full on, very hard to get routine. <laughs> and then now I'm on GP. So I've got five weeks hanging out in the middle of Tasmania. Yeah. Oatlands. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Where they grow. Exactly. I'm Tasman- guessing so. Tasmania's yeah. oat capital. <laughs> the land of oats. Was once. Yes. I don't know. But that's it. That's that's my summer. That's a good, that's a good little summer. Simon, you and I have loads to live up to. It'd be hard. I can't live up to I'll that. I say I didn't go to Africa. I didn't go outside of Kingston. <laughs> We've just cut off all our listeners for the next two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be as good as Michael's. We need I, don't, I don't know, though, because, I mean, you got the hint earlier in the episode yeah. that Simon's news is not just small news. There's some crying going on. Well, actually, on. it is small news. It's very small. Little bundle Still very of, small news. Little bundle of news. You've it's growing news, though. <laughs> yeah. Rapidly getting bigger. Really right. makes some odd smells at times. I can't wait to hear. I'm just thinking if we can be any more clickbaity than that. Uh, man receives mysterious package which makes me you won't believe what happens next. Anyway. <laughs> you can write the Facebook post. You will not believe. That's what it needs to contain. You will not. You will die when you realise what happens next. Anyway. Some people would just not read that. <laughs> that's true. My friends, it has been uh, real. Keep living the dream. We will see you next week.